You have now logged on with Glory Rising, where we discuss God's glory within you. We're so glad you've joined us. And now, your host of Glory Rising. And good evening. Welcome to Glory Rising Radio. This is your host, Loretta, and I'm joined right now by my best friend, my pastor, and my husband, Roger. Oh. Nisha is supposed to be on her way as we think Andre and Cindy are, but until they get here, it's just us. If you're wanting to join our conversation tonight, please give us a call at 214-431-5032. Also, I will be on Facebook Live monitoring the chat. So I'm going to go ahead and let Roger share what he has to share tonight. Wow. So I got to do it all by myself? No. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just making sure. I'm just letting you get started. Oh, and then you'll finish? I always finish. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we're glad, to, we're glad to be back with you all tonight. And, uh, you know, we've all been dealing with some things this week. And I'm sure that in your lives, it has, if you've had the perfect one you need, call in and let us know. Because we'd like to hear the people who's had the, a perfect week so far. And uh, and let us know how you did it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're you know the Bible says that we're going to go through trials and tribulations. Well, yeah, but how do we handle those things? And I mean, we've been talking a little bit about that the last few weeks, you know, because the enemy comes at us like a flood. Okay, that's what the Bible says. He's trying to to kill, steal, and destroy. He's trying to get us out of the out of the will of God, and his mission is is just that, you know to make us either come to a place where we don't have faith in God or that we don't trust in God. And so those kind of things, it, it you know, so the enemy works on us that way. But uh, we're going to be, uh, uh, a verse that you want to go to tonight, if you wanted to, to follow along, it's going to be out of Isaiah chapter 40, uh, verse 31. It's a familiar verse. It says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wing, wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Faint. There we go. Getting tongue-tied there. But you can see some things in here. And, and just that verse, it says, you shall. Or they shall. Okay, Not that they might, but they shall. And so these are some things that as we, we walk through this walk and, you know, we're, we're trying to, you know, to stand up for the things that are right. We're doing something for the Lord. And the enemy comes in and says, you know, you're just not good enough. Okay. And then sometimes we start believing that lie. And then we start, you know, complaining to God and saying, hey, you know, God, why aren't you doing what you're supposed to do? Don't you know that, you know, what I'm going through right now? And we start criticizing God for something that it's like he's doing for us for our benefit. He's always doing what's best for us. Right. And sometimes we don't want to accept his best because we think we know what might be better. Yeah. Well, we, we want our way. We think we have, we have all the knowledge we need. God, this is how you fix it. 
Okay. Loretta was we was coming to the show tonight, and Loretta was like, "We're looking at the GPS, and the, where we were at was all yellow." And Loretta says, "We'll fix it. You know, make it all blue." So what I did is I expanded the thing a little bit, and everything was blue. And as she goes, "How did you do that?" And I said, "I just changed the outlook. I just made it where it wasn't covering the yellow spot." Sometimes we gotta get focused somewhere else. We're focused on the like that was bad traffic, okay? Mm -hmm. Slow down traffic. Well, I just moved it where the slow down traffic you couldn't see anymore, but the rest of the route was good. So it's like, oh, we got clear sailing. And so you know, but it was just she goes, well, how did you do that? Because I always picked on her. It's like, well, fix it. You know, we got a red line there. We gotta get, we gotta get to the show, or we gotta get here. We gotta get there. And she says, well, I can't fix it. So I showed her how to fix it. Didn't really fix anything, but the preset or the concept in our, our mind is, oh, it's blue now. Everything's good. And if you haven't figured out by the conversation, I'm the one who was driving. Well, I mean, I would have a hard time doing that and drive, but yeah. That well, and it's it's always so much fun when I drive because, first of all, it means I'm going to have to drive home tonight, and I don't like driving at night. But coming up here, I'm sitting there and just be bopping along. And he goes, every time I drive, we don't hit traffic. Right. And this was the first point during this entire trip where I'd hit traffic. And I wanted it to go away. <laughs> so Did I, I get what I want? No. Well, it was still yeah. there. I got yep. through it. Yeah thing is if we focus further ahead instead of looking where we are because God you know the three Hebrew children you know God didn't take them out of the furnace or take them away from even going in the furnace you know he took them through the furnace mm -hmm. and they had enough faith to believe that no matter how it all turned out whether they died or whether they lived they still believe that God was going to take care of them. And so they look past the situation and say, like, well, I trust God. That he's, you know, he's got more for me to do. And as we go on through some of the things we go through on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly, yearly basis, you know, we just look at what's around us. And we don't see the big picture. We're not willing to look, well, what's God showing me? Uh, what's God trying to tell me? For coming out the other side of this. Mm -hmm. You know, he's trying to teach me something. Everything we go through is a, is a learning thing. God wants us to get stronger and wiser as we go through these different trials. Well, you know, you know I don't think it's fair that this, and I don't think it's, well, the thing is, is life is not fair. There's nothing in life fair. Okay? We all go through things. And it's like, well, you know, if you want to, everything's just perfect, well, follow the Lord and you'll get there when you get to heaven. Exactly. Everything is going to be perfect there. But here is our training ground. Here is where we learn how to treat people, how to understand God, how to have faith. Because if we're never put through anything, there's no reason to have faith. You know, we're in the middle of a dark time. Uh, we've had this bad thing happen. We lost a loved one. This, so on and so forth. Okay. So, God's still God. 
He was the same God that when you were having the great days and everything was wonderful, the sun was out, and you were just having a great old time and it couldn't be any better. And God's the same God then as he was in the, in the dark times. Mm-hmm. And we've got to come to a realization. The enemy wants us to only focus on our dark time. And then blame God for putting us in a dark time. And, you know, even though you're, you may be in a dark time right now and you feel like you're failing miserably, don't look at it as a failure. Look at it as a learning opportunity of what not to do the next time. Yeah. I mean, everything we go through, even when we fall down, even when we get, get mad or be angry or whatever the case may be, if we accuse God of not loving us or whatever, we need to learn that God has never left us. You know, he's always been there for us. And, he, and it's just like any good parent. You know, if you want your, your, if your child it, to make them learn to walk, you know, you've got to let them get out and fall down. Mm-hmm. You've got to let them. You can't make it where they never fall down. Okay. They've got to get up and try. And then when, you know, I know when when my kids were young, even my grandkids, it's like they would go fall down. Oh, fell down. Okay, let's get up and go again. And they were like, okay. And they just get up and go again. Mm-hmm. They didn't look at they failed It look, because they looked at us and we were sitting there saying, yay, good job. Now let's get up and try a little again. Well, God's our cheerleader too, but, you know, but sometimes we don't want to, to, to see that you know we want to just well you know I fell down and now oh woe is me oh I fell back into a sin oh I you know I had this thought oh God I'm just a terrible person no you're not a terrible person God's saying get up and let's go again exactly you know? and I know God God didn't put me to the test I was put to the test this week and like I said, it's not that I failed at the test. I will have to go through it again, I'm sure, at another point. But it's like, okay, Lord, I've learned what I did was wrong, and I know what I need to do next time to not go through the same thing. Because like I've shared with some people one-on-one, it's like I got very angry this week. And... For most people who know me, I don't get angry easy. But I was angry to the point that it's like, I don't want to listen to God. I'm not going to listen to God. And about three days later, I mean, this is how long it took me to start listening for him to break through this clay skull and say, are you ready to listen now? But I had to go through. Mm-hmm. And God had to get a hold of me so he could deal with that anger I had. Yeah. I mean, we, we, all, have the, we all have our fail ter, failures. We all have our, our weaknesses. But God's trying to strengthen our weaknesses mm-hmm. to un- help us understand that it doesn't mean that we have to fail or fall into the weaknesses. It means that we, he, we need to learn how to avoid falling into the weaknesses because Satan's always throwing something out there to see if he can trap us. Mm -hmm. If we walk through it, he didn't trap us. Mm -hmm. We may still go through the issue, but we don't end up with the same response. Okay. And so 
we know that everybody out there, I mean, you know, I, I got some good friends that they're struggling, you know, thinking, well, you know, I failed God, you know, I got back into sin, I've started doing this again, you know, I just can't seem to find the joy, I can't find peace. And I was like, okay, well, this is where we need to step back and say, who's in charge? You know, or who are we allowing to be in charge? Now that comes to the next thing. God is in charge, but who do we allow to be in charge? Who do we believe is telling us the truth? And a lot of times the enemy's sitting there saying, you know, you're just a big failure. You know something? You're right. I am a big failure. And it's like, so you're choosing to allow, to believe that they're telling you the truth. Okay. Just like sometimes, you, you know, you got friends or people, acquaintances around you that are always telling you something, but you can't believe 90% of it because most of them are lies. And you've learned to say, you know, okay, I'm not really going to believe everything you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Because you've gotten wise because this person has lied to you or done something to you in the past. So you're wiser. Okay. And we've got to be wise to the en- the things of the enemy, because the enemy keeps keeps trying to drag us back down, mm-hmm. and it's and it's sad, we fall for it, and I put me in there. I said we fall for it, because we we're just looking at our surroundings. We're not looking at the big picture. We're not looking what the Word of God says. It says I you know God says I will never leave you or forsake you. I will be with you always until the end of time. He will be, he's always there. He's never left. But when we go through the dark times and we can't see or we can't feel something, doesn't make it any less true that he's there. Our feelings are the worst things that we can have. Because we use our feelings to justify what we're going through. And I'm not downplaying our feelings because we have good feelings, we have bad feelings, but it's like, how are we letting those feelings affect us? Right. Yeah. Well, God's given us feelings. God has feelings. Yes. He has emotions, things like this. And sometimes emotions and feelings are a little different. Feelings are, are something that comes upon us. Okay, maybe it was emotions that I was thinking instead of feelings. But, But, you know, our feelings is something that we we respond to. Emotions are what we have. Uh, We we have sadness. We have grief. We have happiness. We have, you know, we have all those. Those are emotions. But our feelings is these emotions. We bring the emotions in, and these feelings dictate to us what we're going, how we're going to act to those. So, you know... God gave us the the emotions, but we take and allow different situations, and then we apply the feelings, like, oh, I feel like I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's your feeling, but what is the truth? You know, the scripture says that that you know that the word of God is truth, and so if we go by just the word of God, no matter what our feelings are. We can avoid some of the the, the fall downs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, well, if you 
you've been walking with the Lord a long time. I mean, how, how can you fall for that again? Uh, flesh, <laughs> uh, a, a time of weakness. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things there where I just get focused in a wrong direction. Or if you think <clears throat> about any relationship, husband and wife, brother, sister, um, parent, child, any relationship, mm -hmm. if you're having a rough day and you want to make that other person miserable too, you know the proverbial buttons to push yeah. to get them going. <clears throat> and I mean, this is something God was just sharing with me when I was sharing about being angry this week. I got angry. I responded poorly to it. But I've learned that there's a button there that Satan had to push. And I fell for that button. Just like Roger might fall for my button when I push it. And, you know, not that I tell him he's lazy, but if I were to say, hey, you're a lazy slob, he would turn around, he would react. Mm -hmm. If that was his button that made him mad. Yeah. So, you know, these are just some, some things that, we, you know, we're trying to point you back to the right direction here. That if you're going through uh, a time of depression, a, a, just a, a time of struggle, sorrow, whatever, that really just going back to the Word of God and reading it, mm -hmm. okay? Knowing that God has got your back. He told me that the other day. I'm sitting there going, God, I don't understand. I, I don't, I'm going through all this and going through all that, you know, because uh, I was sitting there because uh, things I've been going through this past week was, you know, back on the 3rd of April, I had a procedure done on my heart, okay, which kept me out of work for about two half weeks. a month, two yeah. weeks, okay. And at that time, I didn't get paid for two weeks. So all my bills are, you know, piling up, things like this. It's like, Okay, so now I got to try to fix all this, and I was like, "Well, God, how I don't see how you're going to do this." And I just heard this voice, just as loud and clear. He says, "I got your back. Don't worry." I was like, "Don't worry, I got your back." So I was like, "But I still don't understand." He says, "I've got your back." It's not part of me understanding, but it's a part of me saying, "I receive that." Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I'm receiving that, Lord, that this, that this is, that you've got me, and I don't have to worry about it, you know. And, you know, so, you know, there's a lot of things that we're all going through out there, whether it's financial, whether it's relationships, whatever the case may be. But we've got to understand that God's got our back. Let's just lean back into his arms and say, okay, I'm going to take a chill pill here. Okay, I'm not going to believe this lie. And I'm going to just sit there and watch and see what God does. Well, he's been telling, you know, God's, you know, I've been trying to do that and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, yeah, well, keep doing it. You know, Satan's been waking me up at 3 o'clock in the morning and trying to tell me, oh, you got to do this, do this. Oh, you, you, oh you're going to lose your car. You're going to lose this. Blah, 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 blah. And, and just fill my head full of dread mm -hmm. and fear. So, you know, I'll get get home from work at midnight. I get like two, three hours of sleep, and then I'm up the rest of the day. Because now I just, my head is full of all this. And God says, you don't need to worry about that. I got you. 
And it's like, last night was the first night in, in three, four days that I got more than two hours sleep. Because it's like, no, God has got me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about this. He'll show me what to do the day I needed to do it. So I don't know what you're going through, but I figure I'll, I'll tell you, you know, share some of these things that, you know, you're not the only one going through things. You're not the only one struggling. You know, we're here to help motivate and, and help encourage. You know, we need encouragements and stuff like this because I, you know, I just asked God. I said, well, God, nobody's encouraging me to do nothing. You know, uh, you know, everybody's like, if I tell them that, hey, we're struggling, oh, well, I'll just pray for you. I'm sorry for you. I don't need your pity. I need the strength mm-hmm. of somebody to stand up and say, you know what? Quit. Get, get out of your muck and mire. Come on. Let's go. We got things to do. You know, or like Moses, you know, he had his friends who held his hands up. And sometimes that's what we need. We need somebody there to hold our arms up so we can say, okay, God, we're going to get through this. Let's go. Yeah. You know, you, you know, do you have a, a person that, you know, will will give you that encouragement? They'll tell you, hey, you're wrong. Hey, you need to get out of this, okay? You, you know, stand up, okay? So we, you know, we need to, to do this for one another. We don't need to feel sorry for somebody that's going through something. I mean, if somebody's lost a loved one, we say, well, you know, we're sorry for your loss. But let's keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, the loss is something that's real to you. Okay, but we got more work to do for God, you know, and, you know, but I'm going to miss this person. Well, yeah, you probably are, but that's okay. You know, Jesus lost his father. Well, not his real father, but Joseph. Joseph died. You know, we, we see that in the scriptures. Joseph wasn't around when he got, when he was old. He was taking care of his mother. And by the way, folks, 33 is not old. Well, when you're talking to some people, that is old. Okay. But he, was, but he wasn't 12 years old. You know, the last time we hear about uh, Joseph is he was there when he was 12. Mm-hmm. We don't hear anything else. And then we start hearing about his ministry and stuff. Joseph was already passed away. So do you not think that the man that raised Jesus, he didn't feel something of a loss? For him who was training him and, and teaching him, even though he was the son of God, okay? You know, he had emotions too. Well, and it says when Lazarus died, Jesus wept. Yeah. A good friend is Jesus. I mean, most of Lazarus. Lazarus, man, you got all these names in my head. Anyway, but we, we can see. Take a and stir them. That's it. Stir them around in there. Okay. But. We can see these things happening in the scriptures, and it's encouragement for us. It's like, well, you know, he had to continue on. Yeah, he was saddened, okay, but he also had to be about the Father's business. Mm-hmm. And the more we start focusing on what God's got us to do, the less we're going to worry about this back here. Not that we'll ever forget, but we won't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And God can take us to the next level and say, okay, you know, we're going to lose people. That's going to be a fact of life. Everybody lives, everybody dies, okay? So it's just the way it is. 
but it's what we do while we live that makes all the difference exactly so we are going to go ahead and take our first break and this first song is what a friend by matt marr and we will be right back bakery called grace's sweet treats we can supply all your baked needs from cakes to cookies and more dietary restrictions or allergies no problem check us out on facebook or instagram at grace's sweet treats 2021 or go ahead and give us a call at 682-319-6624 that's 682-319-6624 a portion of all proceeds goes to support our veterans and frontline heroes All right, 
That song was What a Friend by Matt Marr. And as we were listening to the words of that song, it came to a point just exactly what we've been talking about. Everybody's got feelings. Everybody's got worries. Oh, and isn't that so true? (laughs) Thank you for being with us. If you would like to join in our conversation, please do so. Give us a call at 214-431-5032. And for those of you who are on Facebook Live, send me a little comment. I'm, I'm monitoring the chat, so we'd love to hear from you. Also, I want to, you know, when we were coming into the studio tonight, getting ready for our show, the show that's right before ours was The Great Give Back, and the host of that show is Craig Dry. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he comes on just before us. For, he's on from 4 to 5 on Friday nights. And while I was listening to it, just a little bit that I got to hear of it tonight, he was talking about, and it just to me, it sounds like ethics. He says, I believe in giving a fair deal. Mm-hmm. Quality, quality service for a quality price. Mm-hmm. So, but give him a give him a tune in, and and you know, there's so many different shows on Fishbowl that yeah. there should be something that would could excite you. There's children, or there's programming about children. Mm-hmm. There's music programs. There's programs about different books that people have written and read. So, just there's a lot there. Yeah. So, I mean. If you're getting ready to tune in, well, tune in just a little bit earlier and maybe catch another show and, and see if you like that, you know, because uh, we're the last one in Studio A on, on Friday. On Friday nights, yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's nobody that comes after us. But uh, anyway, it's, it's tune them in. You know, you might find something that will minister to your heart, you know. So we, we encourage it uh, to help out the rest of the hosts as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all here trying to do you know the same thing: reach out to people, and either with a service or uh, spiritual help or whatever. But you know, these you know all these people have a heart to to take time and get on the radio to give out as much information as you can. And there are people that talk about houses, how to get houses, how to get financing. There's insurance. all kinds of insurance. I mean, it's all there. So, you know, tune in and, and say, hey, you know, we can see what's going on. So, because we know we appreciate you guys that, that have been tuning in. And and uh, we, we thank you that you helped us get over the 10,000 mark. So we got over 10,000 listeners on Friday night. And so we thank you for that. And maybe we can help another show. You know, you might find the, that show that you need for something else that's going on in your life. So, but we just want to thank you for that. So we really do appreciate you taking the time. So hopefully the, the you know, we, we're usually kind of real light and, and airy about a lot of things. We, we like to laugh a little bit. We like to, you know, but, you know, sometimes we just got to sit down and say, hey, you know, I'm really struggling in this. Mm-hmm. And so how do I get out of it? And so we're here to try to share some of our testimony and say, hey, you know, this is what we've been through yet, and here are how we are working on getting through it. Mm-hmm. Now we've been through some things. So, you know, big thing is, and it's one thing I shared with a friend of mine, I said, reach out and grab a hold of the hand of Jesus 
and let him lead you through this dark time. Just believe in him that he's he's got you and follow along and just keep giving him thanks that he and just don't let go of his hand. You know. Well, and the other key is what you read when we first started the program, they that wait mm-hmm. upon the Lord. It doesn't mean just sit back in your recliner watching TV and saying, okay, God's going to do this sometime. But you sit there and you say, okay, God, I'm trusting you. While I am waiting for this, what do you want me to do? And before you know it, not only are your needs met, your emotions are back in check, but you've accomplished something for the kingdom. Yeah. And so and it also, you know, it builds your faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. It builds your faith because now you've been through something. You've seen him take you through. Now you have the faith to believe he'll do it the next time. Right. And the next time. And the next time. We're hoping there's never a next time. But, hey, God says, I didn't promise you, you know, an easy path. You're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulations through your walk. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got to face that. It's like it's not going to be an easy road to walk, mm-hmm. but the reward oh, yeah. is definitely great. Well, you know, it's like that old song, country western song. I think it was by Glenn Rose or Glenn Campbell. <laughs> Glenn Rose? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. We went to Glenn Rose this last week. But um, by Glenn Campbell, I never promised you a rose garden. And when that song was very popular and I would listen to it, I'd sing it, I thought, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I'm not sure I'd want a rose garden. There's thorns on those roses (laughs) and I'm gonna get stuck. And so, but God didn't promise us that all we're gonna have are the petals. There's gonna be thorns along the way. Yeah, so these are things that we f- if we face reality and say, hey, you know, this is it, you know, I want out of this. I want to find the peace of God again. Mm-hmm. Well, the peace of God comes by faith. And faith is not seeing. Faith is believing without seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't see God. We have to believe that what he says is true. And so we can't look at what's around us. I mean, we can go out here and, and watch the news. I'm going to use that. I'm gonna, we're going to watch the news. So what does the news talk about? Oh, horrible stuff. All this bad stuff. So if we just, if all we ever did was keep ourselves locked in the house and we turn on the news, we'd never want to leave our house because what they're giving us is all the negative, all the wrong. This is bad stuff going on. People being killed, you know, this and this and this. You know, with occasionally, oh, you know, there's there's a little festival going on over here. But why would you want to go out there? Because somebody's going to shoot you or, you know, somebody rob you. You Or they're going to run over you. It's like, so it depends on what you want to focus on. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to focus on all the bad, that's what you're going to find. But if you want to focus on the good, you'll find that too. You know, there's a lot of things that, that... we as a, a little program are wanting to do this summer. We got some some outreach programs for kids that we're going to be doing, and things like this. And we'll be announcing more of those as the time comes up. We've got some big plans for something in the fall. 
and we're still putting it together. So we're not going to talk about it yet until we actually put it together because I don't want to get your hopes up and then we not be able to, to produce. But we're focusing towards something, you know, that God wants. You know, we're focusing on children, okay? And the children are the future of America. You know, all of us are going to die one day, and the children are going to grow up, and they're going to be the adults. They're going to be the leaders of the country. They're going so why aren't we helping them? Helping them to understand who God is. Helping them to understand about morals and, and how to treat people. Mm-hmm. You know, because when they get older, if they've never been instructed, how are they going to be able to associate with one another? You know, we lose. Mm-hmm. We, we lose to because we're afraid to say something or, you know, we're afraid to say, you know, there are morals, there are guidelines. You need to stay within the guidelines. Well, I can do what I want. You can watch TV commercials. Just go out and do whatever you want. It's okay. You know, and it's like, no, it's not okay. If you want to go out and kill people, it's not okay. If you want to go out and rob people, it's not okay. Okay. Well, I want to be this. I want to be that. Well, it's not okay if it's wrong. Okay. Well, that's your perspective of wrong. No, it's society's perspective of wrong. And it's what God says is wrong. And then that goes back to that because people have taken right and wrong from the word of God. Okay. From, you know, that's why people come together and they they put together a group of uh, laws and and rules and regulations to keep everybody safe Mm -hmm. to keep everybody going the right direction but if you start throwing away all these things i mean it's wonderful that you know that our supreme court is now taking you know some of this stuff where they could tear down monuments because it had a religious theme to it now that's not right that law has been overturned. Well, and it's not just—it's not just the religious statues. I'm waiting for the day that, oh, that statue offended somebody because they were a Confederate soldier, or that offended somebody because they owned slaves or whatever. It's like, you know, good, bad, or ugly—it's our history. That's right. You know, and and so to take it away and take away history so that it, it only makes it uh, good for you doesn't mean it's good for everybody. Well, and it just sets us up to be able to repeat the same things that happened in the past. Yeah. You know, today kids is like, well, you know, I don't have to respect any adults. I don't have to respect teachers. You know, I, you know, I can push them around. I can hit them. I can shoot them. I can do whatever I want because I'm doing what I want. And it's like, no, that's wrong. You need to go to jail if you're going to take and assault people. Mm-hmm. You need to learn that it isn't right. There are consequences to our actions. And it's like, and, and if we don't teach our young people morals and good things now, what is it going to be when they get older and they teach their kids to be like them? Mm-hmm. That it's okay. You can go rape women. It's all right. Okay, you can go and, and do this, and it's okay. You know, and, and get rid of all the laws so there's no laws that we have to go by. Well, then it's chaos. Then it's like nobody is safe. 
Everybody just go out and do what they want. Well, you know, I like cutting people into little cubes. Well, well, it's okay because the law says it's okay for me to do. No, it's not okay. Okay? That's why we have guidelines is to keep people safe. And just think about it. If, you know, with this kind of attitude, when they have kids and somebody and pedophiles come up and destroy their kids and, but because that's what they want to do, how is it going to make you feel? Mm-hmm. Understand that's the consequences. That's why the, we are where we're at in, in our society today. You know, they keep trying to change all the laws so it takes away the boundaries. Well, we need the boundaries. The boundaries keep us safe. I know that somebody can't come up and just stab me and get away with it because there's a consequence. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. You know, if I do this, I know that I'm going to go to jail or I can be killed or whatever. But, you know, there's consequences. God tries to show us that in the Word and that there's consequences in the Bible. You know, you do this, well, then there's a consequence for doing it. Okay? But we're trying to, to, to say, we're trying to help kids to help them understand not just the, who God is, mm-hmm. but that they need to respect their parents. They need to respect, you know, teachers, people in authority. You know, the Bible says that we need to do that, but if you don't even believe in the Bible... It's still the right thing to do because people deserve the respect for, you know, the thing position they're in. And the children today, I know they get upset when they get disciplined. But back in the, I believe it was in the Old Testament, and the laws were being handed down, if you had an unruly child, that child was stoned. Yep. It sounds harsh, but think about it. There probably wasn't as much crime going on because that child was taught, you don't do this. Well, it, it made society where you could, it was comfortable to live there. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn that, you know, people have, you know, this is their property. You don't steal from them, Okay. That these these people have more experience than you, you should listen to them, mm-hmm. okay, and and gain the wisdom that they have, and learn from their mistakes that they've made. All this is was there to help them grow up to be a man or woman that would fit society, that they would like. Okay, you know, we want to live in peace. Well, this is a way to live in peace. We don't want to live in turmoil. You know, I want to be able to trust my neighbor. I want, you know, because of the guidelines, we can do some of these things. I want to be able to say, hey, kids, it's okay to go outside and play because I know you're going to be safe. Exactly. Today, you can't even let them sit on your front porch and not safe. They're going to get shot or stolen or something. It's like, why is this this way? Well, look at what's the way society says. Be do what you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the, but when you do what you want, oh, there's a, oh, you know, they should be killed. They should be this. Why? They did what they want. Just like you're doing what you want. You can't have one way and not the other. Okay. So what way do you want your children to grow up in? You know, you want to grow up in, in hatred and prejudice. Well, that's what you're teaching them. 
Take a look at what you're teaching your child. I, I hate all black people. Or I hate all white people. I hate Mexicans. I hate Indians. I hate whatever. <coughs> Why? Just because something in the past, something you know, you want to carry on from generations before? <coughs> no. Let's just learn to to get along together and and you know make a society worth enjoying. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I know that when I when I was growing up, and my daddy was military. So those of you who are old school military, you know, on the bases there were all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Blacks, Hispanics, uh, white, I don't know, just everybody. <coughs> and when you went to school, I went to, some, I went to school and it's like, oh, did you know that girl is? I said, she's just a girl. I never saw skin color. I never saw fat, skinny you know, brown hair, red hair. I didn't notice the things that made us different. It was, let me find the things that make us the same. Mm -hmm. And when you can look at the, the things that make you the same, it's easier to love them. Now, God tells us to love everybody. Mm -hmm. Doesn't tell us to love the sin, but to love the sinner. And it's really hard to do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But we have to. It's, like, it's, <coughs> not, it's not optional. God wants us to love people like he loves people. Unconditional. Right. Well, if we have the Spirit of God living in us, then we should be having the same love towards people that he has for people. Because mm-hmm. he's in us. Mm-hmm. So if he's in us helping us be what we need to be then why wouldn't we reach out to these people and reach out to help them mm-hmm. reach out to the homeless the undesirable you know you know all these things it's like what have these people done to you you just you stereotype them because of their color or their situation you know or you know what job they have whether it be good or bad job um, things like this but we we put our opinion into whether that person has a value or not. Mm-hmm. But when somebody else does that to you, oh, Lord forbid that you treat me like that because of my color or my my job or oh, how dare you? Uh, we want to sue you, but yeah, you do the same thing. Oh, whoa, hypocrite! I was going to say <laughs> hypocrite much. Yeah, you know it's like wow, well, you know. I don't want you to, to, you know, use racial slurs around me, but you use racial slurs yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, phew, nobody going to, you know, if you're going to do it towards everybody else, the word says, well, do unto others as you want them to do to you. Okay. But think about it. You know, that's what you're training your kids. We train our kids by our example, not by what we say. By example, mm-hmm. if we're around sitting around a table talking bad about some other color or, uh, you know, whatever, and sitting there saying, you know, don't, you know, they automatically start saying, oh, this person uh, that's such and such color is bad. Okay. 
because that's the way mom and dad talk about it. It's like, why don't we just drop this thing and say, you know, leave it alone. You know, just, you know, the, the color thing needs to go away. It's like, so it, it's happened in the past. Okay, so? That's the past. You know, okay. There's a lot of things happened in the past. But we don't keep dredging it up. We learn from it and go on. Mm-hmm. But we don't keep living the past. And even in, even spiritually, we don't need to live in our past. We need to live in the future. Right. We need to live Get in the right now. Yeah, we live today the way we're supposed to live according to the instructions. Mm-hmm. You know, we wouldn't have any, you know, uh, as many problems with, with police officers and things like this uh, out there if, you know, we would give them the respect they would have and they would have, give the people respect. Things all happen there. You know, there's bad things that happen on both sides of it. You know, I was a, I was a, a, a peace officer for a while myself. Okay, but the point being is, it's what is it that is going to? What am I going to teach my kids? Are these all these people bad? Uh, what do we talk about? You know, well, this this person, this person, so on and so forth. No, our ch- our children pick up the wrong thing. You know, they want you know if you're sitting around saying, hey, you know, this happened. Well, let's pray for that person. You know. It didn't matter what the color was. Well, this person here, you know, you know, shot so and so. Well, all right. We need to pray for the family, and we also need to pray for the for the gunman or woman, and say their family is going through something. Exactly. You know, yes, that person, you know, if convicted, uh, they have, you know, they suffer the consequences of what they did wrong, but their family is still suffering. Mm-hmm. And they may be more, you know, uh, they may change their their heart and be sorrowful for what they did. If they did, where's your mercy to say, you know, I've messed up so many times. What about, you know, yeah, they took a life. Well, they're taking the consequences. But what about, can't they be prayed for? You know, we the news wants us to say, well, these are all bad people. And But you, you see very rarely when somebody says, hey, you know, well, I for you know at their trial they say, well, I forgive you, and it's just kind of wiped under the rug. Well, you know that's a big thing for a person to say when they've lost a loved one. You know, I'm going to forgive you for what you did. You still got to pay the consequences of mm-hmm. what the world system is, but I'm not going to hold evil against you. Now we're starting to talk about a spirit in us. You know, instead of this hate, hateful spirit that, you know, because you're not the right color, you know, you know, and that's like, I mean, I got very upset when, you know, I go to, when I go to church and then I find out that I'm, they don't want me there because I'm not the right color. That's like, why? What does color have anything to do with serving Jesus? You know, I'm told go somewhere else because... You're not wanted here because you're not the right color. You would fit in better someplace else. I was like, what is this? i never seen Jesus turn away, you know, even the Samaritans. You know, he went into Samaria to talk to Samaritans. And they were the hated people of the Jews. Mm -hmm. But he didn't hate them. And so a lot of... He ministered to them. Yeah, and... 
he understands. You know, it's like they're people. They have a different belief system. Okay, yeah, they they had a different belief system than the Jews had. But that don't mean that they're they're bad people. Mm-hmm. They just people that need to be shared the truth. They can choose to accept it or they can choose to reject it, but they're still people. You know, they're still flesh and blood and and things like this. So as we're out there and we're, we're struggling with things, people look at us and it's like, you know, if we're out there complaining and, and griping and it's like, well, okay. Well, we've all go through this kind of stuff. But let's get past that and say, you know, I believe my God can do what he says he's going to do. And if you, you know, well, I don't have the faith for that. Well, know that he's going to still take you through. Mm-hmm. You can either go through it the hard way or you go through it the easy way, you know. But anyway, it's and good. It, and it doesn't take much faith yeah, just to, a, to believe it. Just a little bit. Say, God, I just need your help. And watch what God can do. If you're really speaking that from your heart and not just out of emotions, God's going to reach down and say, okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to show you how he's going to take you through. So I guess it's about that time again, huh? It is that time again for the next song, which is Remind Me You're Here by Jason Gray. And we will be right back. None of my pain has ever caught you by surprise. Still it's hard to trust you when I'm lost in the wondering why But I'll trade every question just to lay down a rest in your heart And I'll reach for your hand though you let me here into the dark Neither are a comfort to me Are you cruel if you planned it Or weak if you allowed it to be Half of me still believing The other half is angry and confused Oh, but all of me is desperate So I won't ask you for reasons 
Ask you for reasons, cause a reason can't wipe away tears. No, I don't need all the answers. Just be here beside me, come be here beside me. And I'm Grace, owner of an amazing home-based bakery called Grace's Sweet Treats. We can supply all your baked needs, from cakes to cookies and more. Dietary restrictions or allergies? No problem. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Grace's Sweet Treats 2021. Or go ahead and give us a call at 682-319-6624. That's 682-319-6624. A portion of all proceeds goes to support our veterans and frontline heroes. All right. Welcome back. And that was Remind Me You're Here by Jason Gray. And as I was listening to that song, yeah, we do need to be reminded that he's here. He's right right here with us, walking beside us. So uh, if you'd like to join in our conversation, you can give us a call at 214-431-5032. Or if you're on Facebook, I am monitoring the Facebook chat, and I've actually been chatting with my mother-in-law on Facebook. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 good to you know be able to have this this platform to be able to reach you know you know my mom lives in Ohio, and we're down here in Texas, so it's always good you know to see and to to, to hear from different people. Um, so. We do appreciate you giving, sending your chats, things like this. Our daughter's on the was on the air, and, or not on the air. On, she on, was on Facebook. On Facebook, so you know these are little things like that, and then it gives us encouragement. So yeah, I'm actually almost <coughs> giddy. <laughs> so. But you know, we've been hitting a couple different topics there, but we we're wanting to encourage you to get past some things. You know, don't let this world dictate how you're going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we if you want to, you know, God will sit there and, and, and help you become the best person you can be. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to quit trying to meet the world's standards. You know, it's like, well, you know, you've got to, uh, you know, you got to have a job and make six figures or you're a nobody. Or, you know, whatever that they, you've got to look a certain way. I mean, teenage girls is like, they're under a lot of pressure to, conform to the fashions uh things like this it's like why do you need to conform to the fashions why can't you just be, be you be you you know um you know don't let you know there's people that are trying to to dictate you know how they think you should look well you don't have to listen to how they they think you should look you know, but we, you know, but we did. We have been talking about we need to make sure that we stay within the parameters mm-hmm. and the guidelines. 
you know, some of these guidelines that they're coming out in fashion today is just stupid. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you straight up. I was watching this like, here this big fashion thing. You know, it's like this person's wearing a dress that's completely see-through. How is this a fashion? All it is, it's it's a lust thing. You know, I don't think that it looked good at all. Mm-mm. But because somebody in you know, a certain name says it looks good, oh, I've got to have this because I've got to be like everybody else. I got to be in style. You know, you got to wear the right shoes. You got to wear the right pants. You got to wear. Okay, back up. You know, let's leave leave that stuff alone. It's the world trying to make you conform into a way that is not you. Well, and I was going to say, and please understand, this is my opinion. I'm entitled to them once in a while. If we were to dress modestly, mm-hmm. not the mini skirts that show off absolutely everything and the tops that are cut way down to your belly buttons, you know, if we would all dress modestly and, oh, trying to think of the right word for it, not just modestly, but comfortably. I'm, I'm sorry, I guess I can't, you know, with shoes, you don't need to have six-inch heels where you're walking on your tippy toes. That's just going to cause problems when you get older. I was like, I used to wear the high heels, and now I can't put more than about an inch on. <laughs> so, but you look so much nicer when you're modest. I mean, it, it, there's just so much out there. I mean, that we can get into a huge amount of topics, but we're trying to encourage you to, if you get, a, if you can just get back to the basics of the scriptures. For those that are Christians out there, some of you that are listening and may not, you know, believe in, in Christ and you don't believe in the ways of God. Well, we still need morals. We still need guidelines. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Bible's got a good set of guidelines that's been hundreds of years that's been used. And, you know, now, because all these things are being taken out of use, now society's going into chaos. And, you know, we're destroying each other. We're, you know, you know it's just it because it's becoming really bad out there. But as the things that we were going, have been going through... It's like we got to get our eyes off of all this. Mm-hmm. All this is distractions to keep us away from having peace, you know, having joy, you know, being able to, you know, not be afraid of everything that goes on, you mm-hmm. know. You know, the thing with the 2020 thing with the mask, oh, I'm afraid you've got COVID, so stay away from me, you know. It's like, but yet the first thing they did was, let all the all, let all the prisoners out of jail could because they were being confined in catching COVID. And then they tell everybody you need to stay in your own you need to stay in the house and stay confined. And then you wonder why it, ex- it exploded. Yeah, it's like I just don't understand all this. But you know, we we keep looking at what's around us. Mm-hmm. Let's take our eyes off of what's around us and get it focused on. W- 
where God is, what he's doing. Yeah, look at Peter when he was in the boat and the storm was around him and Jesus was walking on the water and he says, bid me to come. And as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was walking on the water. But as soon as he took his eyes off and saw the waves coming, he sank. And when I say he was walking on the water, he didn't have little boats on his feet or balloons on his feet. He was walking on the water. Like, well, that can't happen. Well, there's a lot of things that science says can't happen. And then all of a sudden they turn around and they start doing it. Mm -hmm. You can't fly. Only birds can fly. Oh. Well, now we have airplanes. <laughs> okay. You know, you can't run like a horse, but now we got cars. Okay. Uh, well, you can't go to the moon. Oh, so, we, so we've had several trips to the moon. You know. And now well, they're reaching for Mars. Yeah. So, I mean, all these things they say we couldn't do, we're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, people say, you can't live that way for God. Yes, you can. You just have to, you know, take and say, I'm going to step out and do it. Mm-hmm. And that's what these people did. All through history, you know, they were saying, you can't do this. Science says, you know, you're wrong. The world is flat. It's not round. Until, you know, people said, no, it's round. And the earth isn't the center of the universe. This, you know, the sun's in the middle of our, our solar system. You know, well, no, science says it's this. Well, science was wrong. It's because it was made by man to to sit there and say, hey, you know, we're trying to figure this out, but now you're saying it's the only way it can be. Well, no, it's not the only way. God says that, you know, you know, we need to follow him. And why don't we just step up and believe? No, I'm not believing that because that's all a fairy tale. Well... It's got more proof than a lot of these scientists in their Big Bang Theory. Because they even call it a theory. It's not even a proof. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they call it a theory, why would we take it as a, as as a, a fact? As a fact. You know, all the stuff around us to try to get us away from, away, or the way to... The truth, the life. Mm-hmm. To get us to a place of peace, they want to keep us in turmoil. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if science doesn't say it, it's not right. Well, science is wrong. And a lot of things are wrong. They keep proving themselves wrong more and more each each year. Mm-hmm. Well, it can't be. Well, okay, yes, it is. Well, well this, this animal's been dead for a million years. Well, guess what? Here's one on the shore. Uh, you know, come on. They can only guess. Okay. Well, I have to admit that when I went with the grandkids and Grace and her husband to the dinosaur world, and, yeah, I was going through their little museum they have there, and some of the questions that they had on the walls that people have asked, I was really amazed with the fact that in a roundabout way, they said, we don't know. Somebody asked, what color was the dinosaur skin? We don't know. And all these other questions, they said, they, it's like, I don't know. So it's still a work in progress, and some things we may never know until we 
get to heaven can ask God, hey, what did the brontosaurus actually look like? Or, you know, so, you know, so, some, some things just aren't meant to be answered. Well, we try to give an answer for things we don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, just like the Egyptologists, the, the main Egyptologists over there, they, they, they found something near, then they, they said, this is how life was. Well, then they found out that when they took another tomb, it was like, oh, that, it couldn't have happened that way. So then they had to change their, well, everybody keeps trying to, to paint a picture of something that they don't even know. They're just guessing at. Yeah, they don't understand it's it. It's the same thing as, you know, it's like doing a movie. Well, you're not sure about it. Well, let's just guess at it and put it out there. People will start believing it that way. And and that's what, the, you know, they're just guessing at what limited facts they have, mm-hmm. you know, and saying this is it. But yet if I say, hey, I've got a book here that says that there's a God. Well, no, there's no such thing as that. Well, okay, how do you explain something from nothing? Okay, you're saying that everything, there was nothing out there and then something happened to gain something that was out there that was nothing there and to make it into the Big Bang Theory. It doesn't make any sense, but it makes a whole lot more sense that there's there's a being that actually created everything. That makes a lot more sense than what they're saying. And then again, you have to remember, it is a theory. The Bible is fact. Everything in the Bible has been proven as true so far. So it's like I haven't found, I haven't heard anything where it says it, it completely denounced the Bible. No, you know the the things that's happened and everything is you can track it back in history and stuff. Okay, but why are we getting distracted with all this other stuff? Okay, well if you, I don't agree with that. Okay, well you don't have to agree. Just look up the facts. Okay, not people's opinions, but the facts. That's one thing I learned as, as a young Christian. It's like, you know, what's the fact? Mm-hmm. You know, why do you do this in church? Or, you know, why or do you say this? Well, that's because we taught that from when I was a boy. No, well, I need to know the fact. Where did it come from? Mm-hmm. How did this come into existence? You know, how did the way we run a church come into existence? Uh, well, that's just the way it's always been. Well, no, that's not good enough. It had to have started somewhere. What was the key that started it doing it this way? Mm-hmm. I wanted to know. That's where you go back and you find the facts. Then you can find out that, oh, well, it started this way. And then it was all changed around about this time because people didn't like that, so they changed it around, you know, whatever. But go back and find out the source. You know, why, where did all these denominations come from? You know, I was like, I, these questions I ask, it's like, why? We're all one. We all serve the same God. So what makes any difference? Why have we got denominational differences? And honestly, the biggest thing with the different denominations is it started out with one church, and people didn't agree with that, so they broke away from that, and they called it this, and then people got upset with them, and broke it off and here comes the next denomination and it's just because people couldn't agree well the thing is is what's the fact mm-hmm. you know just because I don't agree with somebody doesn't mean they're wrong I just means I don't agree with them 
but I'm just saying yeah. that's that's how right. we got so many of the different denominations. And that's true. But how can we how can we fix this? You know, how it's like why is it that, you know, if you've got to have a denominational title or you can't be in a church. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got a suggestion. Okay. Let's have more family reunions with God's family. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Hey, it worked. Yeah. With last year when we did that, and we had people from all over. Yeah, and different denominations. We told you put we told them put away your denominational titles. We're all God's children. Leave them at the door. Yeah, and and people had a good time. You know, you know, we don't have to sit and draw lines in the sand Mm-mm. and say you either do it exactly the way we want or you're not welcome. Well, God welcomes us all. Mm-hmm. You know, He welcomes the sinner. That you know. Why can't we welcome one another that's in God's family? Why do we have to fight amongst ourselves? You know, all these things, it's like our distractions that are out there keeping us focused away from the truth. The truth is, if God loves them, we don't have any other choice but to love them. Right. If God lives in us, then God's going to come out of us, and he's not coming out of us to attack one another. He's coming out of us to love one another. These are facts. Okay, this is what the Bible says to do. Okay. And then it doesn't matter, you know, well, this person fell down, well, this person got caught in adultery, so they need to be kicked out of the church. No. They fell down. Now they need to be restored, not expelled. You know, God's in the restoration business. Mm-hmm. He's not in the expulsion business. If he was, he we all be expulsion, or expulsion. Expelled. Yeah, there we go, expelled. Okay. But also, if you think about it, if everyone was treated the way we want to treat the person who sinned, we all would be expelled from churches because... Though you do not have to sin, it is a choice. Many of us are going to sin because we have that choice. And if we sin, if I sin, like, I would have been kicked out of the church this last week with my anger. And it's like, churches would be empty. Yeah, there's nobody that's righteous. No, not one. Yeah. Okay, you know. That's very clear in the scriptures that we are all people that have come from doing many different things and turned our life around and said, I want to follow you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's a training process. We're going to fall down, you know, because we, we haven't got the training yet. You know, go back to an infant, you know, an infant gets up and wants to start walking. Okay, well... We don't discourage them. We encourage them. Oh, well, you found out? Oh, come on. Let's get back up. Let's go. Oh, okay. Well, you, you, you know, you, you fell into this sin. Okay. All right. Well, let's stand up and let's go on. Repent of that and go on. Mm-hmm. God's willing to forgive you if you truly repent. So let's go on and let's work on this area so that you won't fall down again in that area. Right. And so it's all a matter of, of teaching and and training you know it it doesn't happen in a, a microsecond well and with children 
you can even back it up further than learning to walk just to learn to sit up is a training process you know they have to train those muscles to do what they tell the muscles to do but then you go through infancy then you get to toddlers and you eventually go to elementary school then middle school then high school and if you're so inclined you go into college (coughs) Mm -hmm. and even after you get out of all of this with where you work they have what they call continuing education so you never fully attain complete knowledge yeah there's always something to learn there's always something to learn and in that learning process you may not always understand what you're being taught so you go back and say hey I don't understand this. Can you help me? And we go through it again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because, I mean, if you fail a test, you got to take the test over. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, if we fall down, we just got to get back up and, and learn where we made the mistake. Why did we get distracted to do this? You know, I had to make a choice to do this. Mm-hmm. So why did I make that choice? And so this is where you help one another out. It's like, we're supposed to come and confess our faults one to another. Okay, I'm struggling in this area. Okay, well now let me help you and guide you. If you feel like you're going to do this again, give me a call or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we keep encouraging them to go the right path. Not okay. <clears throat> well, you fell down again, so look, I'm tired of picking you up. Go, go away. Okay. Well, what if that was you? Instead of you telling people that, what if that, that was you that fell down and somebody told you that? How would you feel? Mm-hmm. You'd feel like, man, nobody cares. Right. And the enemy's going to come out with everything at sea. You know, these are nothing but a bunch of hypocrites. That's not real. Uh, blah, blah, blah. You're not worth anything. You're terrible. People start committing suicide. Some people go out and self-destructive, uh, or they go out and try to do things to hurt themselves. You know, Why? Because they've been neglected and they feel like there's no hope for them. And there, there's always hope. But if you never believe that you, things can happen for you, there's nothing for you to strive for. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, these are, these are just some things to think about. You know, there's things that we have to change, okay? This, pa- this past week, Loretta and myself both gone through some different things we had to see what we needed to change okay why why is god opening this path here and where we're going down well there's things we need to learn and we had to stand up and say okay (laughs) i was wrong you know we had to admit we were wrong and we had to admit that okay we weren't doing it god's way well, now once we admit, which is called confession, we confess these things before the Lord, and he says that he is faithful and just. If we will confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Well, now he's forgiven us, let's go on. Mm-hmm. He's not going to keep saying, well, you know, yesterday you did this. No, he, according to the word, he says he forgets it. Mm-hmm. Okay, He just chooses not to bring it to his remembrance. He's looking at the best for you. 
you know, for my kids, when they did wrong things, okay, they got their punishment. Well, now I keep looking for the good things in them. Mm -hmm. I keep wanting to see uh, how to get them even better. You know, how can I get them through this? How can I teach them to not go down some roads I went down? Mm -hmm. You know, my focus wasn't on what they did wrong. Their fo my focus became on how can I make it better for them so they don't make the same mistakes I make. But then you get you get the rebellious. Well, I don't want to hear anything you have to say because there ain't nothing you can say. I know it all. Well, yeah, you've, that's one big mistake. <laughs> well, know. and it's always thrilled my heart when my kids came back to me later on and said, you know, when you did xyz yeah well thank you for that because i was able to handle abc because you know nobody likes correction honestly nobody likes correction and it's not pleasant while you're going through the correction but then when you get down the line and some you're going through something you can say oh, that's why he did that that's why she said that so and it it thrilled my heart when my kids came and said thank you mm -hmm. it, it it's not always easy to make the right decision yeah yeah it, it isn't i mean even at <clears throat> even at my my dad's funeral you know some of the people came up and say well how are you doing as i go up and it's like all I could remember is all the good things that my dad did for me, not all the problems we had. And so I would tell him, like, yeah, well, you know, I still remember when he did this and did that. And then it's like, you know, well, you know, well, what about X, Y, Z? It's like, that's not important. This is what I, this is what I choose to remember. This is the way, you know, because my father and all that he taught me, whether right or wrong, good or bad, has made me into the person I am today. Mm -hmm. And that's just the facts. You know, there's a lot of things that I would never have been able to do if it wasn't for my father taking the time to teach me mechanics, to, you know, teaching me fishing, to, you know, help me understand rights and wrongs, okay? Different things like this. All that, you know, but, he, you know, because of what, you know, his training methods may not have been always exactly right. Of course, mine wasn't either with my kids. You know, I did wrong things. I mean, I made wrong decisions, but I, my heart's intent was to train them. And that was one of the things that, that I was passing on to people that were there. And it was like, it said, well, you got a real positive attitude. And I said, no, I mean, it's not a positive attitude. It's the love for my father. Mm -hmm. Love doesn't see wrongdoings. Love sees the best in people. You know, you can see a person on the street. When, they, when you first see them, what's your first reaction? Oh, there's another bum. Love doesn't say there's another bum. Love says, I wonder what his story is or her story. Mm -hmm. I wonder why they're there. You know... Is there something that I can do mm -hmm. because that person's hurting? You know, that person doesn't have a place to stay. You know, is there something I can do? That's love. Okay. 
But if our heart's attitude is, man, I wish they'd just ship them all, you know, put them all in the truck and, and go take them somewhere so they quit bothering us. Um, well, you could be one of those people. You, we, you know, we can end up just like them. Right. You know, most of us live paycheck to paycheck. There's some of you out there that are wise and have got, you know, money backed up, stuff like this and all that stuff. But most of us, if we lost our job, it wouldn't be a month before we're on the street. Mm-hmm. And then what are we going to do? What about the families that all of a sudden they lose a loved one that's the sole, sole provider and the rest of them get thrown on the street with all the kids? What now? Mm-hmm. Are they a bunch of bums? No, they just had a bad thing happen. And this is where our heart has got to be filled with the love of God. Okay? Not be distracted by what's going on and what the world thinks around us. You know, we've got to quit being distracted by these other things. Okay. It is that time again for our next song. And this is Nothing But the Blood by Mercy Me. And we'll be right back. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but
owner of an amazing home-based bakery called Grace's Sweet Treats. We can supply all your baked needs, from cakes to cookies and more. Dietary restrictions or allergies? No problem. Check us out on Facebook or Instagram at Grace's Sweet Treats 2021. Or go ahead and give us a call at 682-319-6624. That's 682-319-6624. A portion of all proceeds goes to support our veterans and frontline heroes. All right, and welcome back. That was Nothing But the Blood by Mercy Me. And uh, if you're wanting to join in our conversation, please give us a call at 214-431-5032. Also, if you're on Facebook, I am monitoring the chats. Um, and we're having a really good show, and I yeah. have been enjoying it. And I know other people have been enjoying it as i've been told um so i mean yeah because i mean even on the chats uh, you know we thank you for the the positive combats that you have that you've been sharing with us uh things like this that encourages us um things like this you know it you just don't understand how how much sometimes just a little thank you or hey i'm really uh enjoying this mm -hmm. it, it helps us out to say hey okay we're on the right track somewhere mm -hmm. okay um so you know always you know if you got positive feedback you got negative feedback you can send that say well i don't agree okay well let me go check and make sure that i got my facts right <clears throat> but also i ask you to, to do the same go and check your facts out make sure that you know you're not just saying this because your feelings are you don't like it or, or is it really that it is wrong um so that's why we're we're trying to encourage one another we got the scripture says iron sharpens iron we need to sharpen one another 
we need to help one another. You can't get sharp if you don't if you don't have something there that can rub you enough to take off the edge. Mm -hmm. Okay, you've got to wear something off to get sharp. Okay, you got to file something down, which means you got to take part of that metal off. Okay, and it's not going to be pleasant when somebody rubs you and trying to sharpen you, and you know now you're you're it's it's it hurts. Mm -hmm. It hurts our feelings and things like this, but that's okay. We have to learn that it's okay. Let let's knock off some of this stuff if we really want to be uh, a, a vessel for the Lord. You know, that's a, a vessel of honor because you know Scripture talks about there's vessels of honor and vessels of dishonor in the house of the Lord. Okay, so there are some people that are examples of things we shouldn't do. And then there's things of people that are doing the things that are supposed to be done. Not everybody did everything right. Okay? So, I mean, and, that, and the Bible is full of that. I mean, it, it, it's, it shows both the right and the wrong, good and the bad of different people throughout the, you know, the kings and everything else, what they did right and what they did wrong. We've got to learn. Okay? And as we were talking just before the break, it's like, you know, we've got to get to the place of loving these, loving one another. And, you know, if somebody's done you wrong, okay, but when was the last time you did somebody wrong? Mm -hmm. But you want them, you know, to to apologize, but yet you don't apologize for what you did wrong. Think about it. You know, we've got a double standard there, you know, Let's treat everybody as we want to be treated. Mm -hmm. Okay, it doesn't matter color, age, you know, sex, whatever it is. Let's treat everybody with equal uh, kindness. Mm -hmm. Okay, if they're a person of in, that's in charge, you need to ex say, okay, God put them there over me for a reason. Well, they're idiots. Well, they could be idiots, but learn from this. Okay, learn what to do and not do. Exactly. So they're they're teaching you one way or another. I mean, like I, you know, there's times that it, the way that I taught my kids was wrong. You know, the way I, the things I thought was wrong. Okay, but that's okay. You know, I eventually you know was learned. I had somebody else show me what the right way was. So don't get mad when somebody like if we share something and it gets under your skin. Well, find out why it gets under your skin. Why does it bother you so much? You know, why is it that, man, I don't, I don't like this color person, or I don't like this homeless person, I don't like this, or I don't like that? Why? Why don't you? <clears throat> find out the cause. And you might find out that it was only because of something somebody else said. And, you know, and you've been holding on to it for years and, and years. And sometimes... What you don't like, what you find out you don't like about that person is because they mirror you. And that is usually a, is a very good indicator. It's like if you don't like what somebody said, that's like it's usually because you're, because you're in that same sin or whatever, and you don't like it because it's exposing yours. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so. but, that, but we're here to try to help as much as we can, okay? 
we're straight up honest about things that we do and what we're going through to let you know real people go through real things Mm -hmm. but that don't make us any less god's child exactly so i'm going to take a minute here since you were well maybe maybe take me a little bit more than a minute okay but when you were talking about helping that brought me to this we have an exciting fundraiser that we're doing and we're selling raffle tickets the money from these raffle tickets (coughs) is going to go to help a boy's home and a girl's home there in waxahachie texas Uh, the raffle tickets are five dollars per ticket and you can get them by going to dollar sign glory rising on your cash app in the memo line make sure you put your name your phone number and an email address so that we can notify you if you've won anything some of our sponsors are the tropical smoothie cafe Mm -hmm. fish city grill there in waxahachie grace's sweet treats and i think there's a couple more that i just i don't know who they are um there's more to come the tickets are on sale and um yeah, and when, when you cash app the money, just that's why we need your email, where we can email you back your ticket number, and uh, that way you also have a receipt mm-hmm. uh, showing that, that we did receive it, but then we'll give you your ticket number. So it'll be right there on your cash app line when you, know, when, when you see it, like, hey, they replied back, here's your ticket number, okay? Mm-hmm. So that way we don't have to try to mail things to you and, and get all that that's going, but then... That copy of that ticket will then be put into uh, the bowl and uh, get it ready for for the uh, for the drawing. Time. Yeah. So it, you know that you can send anything to that cash app if you just want to make a donation to our ministry and, and that's fine. You can do that there too. Um, you can just send us a send it on cash app and. Uh, and if it's a donation, <coughs> just put donation. Okay. And or whether you know if you want it to go towards our show put show put donation mm-hmm. boys home girls yeah, home if you yeah. want to make just a donation to the boys and girls home just you know put that down it's like a donation for boys home mm-hmm. that that'd be fine but we're going we're going to be doing this for the next couple months uh trying to uh sell these tickets so that we can take that all that money doesn't come to the show for the raffle ticket none of it is for us all of it's going to them to get what they need, clothes or whatever else they need there. So um, we're still looking for sponsors as well. Yes. Uh, people willing to donate something to the raffle or it could be raffled off. Uh, then we can also announce your business or whatever here. Uh, you get some advertising. But then, you know, you know all, that, all that there is just to help these, these kids out. The boys' home, what we they started out uh, when we started talking to them last month. They had four boys. Well, now they're up to thirteen. Okay, and they usually come there with nothing except the clothes on their back. So there's a lot of need there. Uh, they said they need blankets and stuff like this. Well, you know, uh, we're trying to get a list of th- of needs, and once we get that, we'll know a little bit more. But we just want to take this and be able to raise this money to help them out. 
Uh, like I said, it doesn't go towards our show. You know, if you want to make a donation towards the show, that's another thing. But, um, but yeah, the raffle tickets, all that money is going to them. Uh, we just want to try to help in some way. But it's just a little home there. Uh, it's run by, by a, a mother and daughter. And uh, so, you know, we'll get you more information as we get it. Um, but, yeah, uh, if you know anybody, just tell them to, to go to Cash App, Glory Rising Cash App. And, like I said, it's dollar sign, Glory Rising. Okay? And you can send it right there. Like I said, just give us the information so we can get you your ticket number. We'll be good. And we'll see what happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, see what prizes we can send to you. So doesn't matter where you are in the United States. We can mail it to you. <laughs> but thank you in advance for, for wanting to help these kids. And, uh, you know. It's it's our heart to to help, and so that's what we're trying to do. Exactly, and you know, nothing is too small, and we're just. <coughs> I'm excited to see where God's moving on this one. Yeah, because I mean, we got we got a lot of things planned for some other kids' activities, stuff like this. We got a lot of volunteers that want to help, uh, things like this. So, uh, and if you're, you know. If you're wanting to try to do something like that, you can you can send a message to us through Facebook. If you don't have Facebook, then uh, uh, the phone. Uh, let me find out a phone number, a good phone number we can give you. Uh, then you can call that. And uh, I may not have that phone number here in front of me, but uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, just keep listening. We'll be get, trying to get you all the information that we can get you. Um, cause I think, uh, hold on just a second. I can get you. We're your... looking for <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. As you see, I mean, we, we got to get a little bit better about, uh, having these phone numbers ready. Phone number is going to be 682-319-4846. Okay. The phone number again is 682-319-4846. Uh, like I said, we're getting ready to do a couple, uh, uh, extravaganzas for some children at some parks this uh june and july so if you like to volunteer or uh want more information about that number again is 682-319-4846 again 682-319-4846 and uh you'll probably be talking to uh, either Andre or Cindy and uh, just let them know uh, that you're you're interested if you want to try to help if you want to try to sponsor get a hold of them and uh, call that number and they can get you to the right direction or give you the information you need so a little bit of information there uh, you know because we've been you know this ministry has been going on two years two and a half two and a half almost three years and so we're really trying to get things uh really trying to get things going you know we've done a few things here and there but uh it's really time to expand on trying to to help our communities so that's our heart's desire so you know talking about waiting on the lord the children of israel when they were going through the desert when god said it was time to move there was a pillar by night of a pillar of fire by night and a cloud by day and when he said move it's time to move well this is 
our time here at Glory Rising Radio to move. It's time for us to step out in faith and follow God where he wants us to go. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's all, all the same thing within your lives. There's a time God says, okay, it's time to step up. Sometimes it's just say, hey, wait. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to learn something before you step out on these things. <clears throat> and so he's been he's been working on us, training us. And uh, so we've got, he's put a lot on our heart to do. And so that's why I say, well, now it's, we, we really haven't been asking for anything, um, you know, as far as financially over the past couple of years. Uh, but as things are looking up now, you know, if you can help to help spread the, spread the good news around to the kids and so help support some of this, please do. You know, like I said, send it to Glory Rising, Cash App, and uh, if you want, you know, make sure you leave your name and, and an email address and we can get back with you. Mm-hmm. And if you need a receipt on that, let us know. We can send you back a receipt. So, but right now, there's a lot of things that God's put on our heart to do. So we're looking forward to it. And then as, you're, as the listeners are out there and you can, if there's anything you can do to help, let us know. Exactly. <clears throat> so... Well, can you believe our two hours is up? It always is that way. You know? I know. It goes by so fast. And so um, just remember, if you don't take anything else away from tonight, just wait on God. He's got your back. Mm-hmm. He's going to do what he says he's going to do. And, um, you know, if you again, if you want to help out with the boys' home and the girls' home, yeah, we know they really need it. Yeah. These are kids that need to know that they're loved. So, but come join us again next week, Friday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time. And, um, yeah, we'd love to have, have you come back and listen and join us on Facebook. So for your, for your assignment this week... I'm going to change it up just a little bit. No, oh, okay. Your assignment this week, and I hope you choose to accept it, is be blessed. But most importantly, be a blessing. All right. Good night. And good night. I was falling apart when heaven rescued me. Recovered my heart, I want the world to see I can testify, testify From the comforts of my home to a jail cell They try to break me down, but their plan fails I remember like yesterday, still clear as day When I felt I had my whole future stripped away Should've known better, I felt the heat Speeding through the lanes, I was looking for the better me Feeding my desires, ignoring my royal pedigree Bloodline from the heavens, still slept in the penitentiary uh, But I was meant for more So when you say the words I've written, touch you, it's the Lord The pressure that I felt on me, don't feel it anymore You sent me healing from above, there's nothing realer than your love I was falling apart when heaven rescued me Recovered my heart, I want the world to see I can testify Who I
prayers. I close my eyes while my stress and anxiety flare. If it comes up like stairs, I know right on time my God will be there. So many blessings coming down. I don't know if it's real. We not scared. I just feel like we should have been here. But I'm prepared. I got nothing to fear. This is God's plan, young man, and not a career. This a calling. I'm all in. I'm done stalling. I'm done waiting for a better time to tell my story. I know this power in the name, and He reminds me who I am. And even though I'm far from perfect, to never stop this plan. I was falling apart when heaven rescued me. Recovered my heart. I want the world to see. I can testify. Yeah. I was falling apart when heaven rescued me Recovered my heart 